Hey guys, hope you're having a great and blessed day today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Time Out with Tyler. Today we are in part three of a series that we are calling Mind Monsters. So let me start with a question. How many of you as a kid, you were afraid of monsters? Come on, be honest, be honest now. How many of you thought that you had a, a monster living in your closet in your room or perhaps a monster that lived underneath your bed? And you just knew as soon as you went to sleep at night, that monster under your bed was going to come out and grab you, right? <laughs> well, hey, listen, I hope you, you grew out of that. <laughs> but here's the truth. I don't believe you have any monsters underneath your bed, but I do believe you have monsters in your head. That's what we're calling a mind monster. So let's talk about mind monsters. What are they? They are the negative dialogue that we have with ourselves in our mind that talk us out of living the life Jesus died to give us. So mind monsters are negative thoughts that convince us to not pursue what we truly want to sue. And mind monsters are notorious for saying things like this. Mind monsters will say, I'm not good enough. I'll never succeed. I'm too little. I'm too shy. I don't have what it takes. And notice how it's all about yourself. The mind monster makes it personal. It makes it sound like it's coming from you. You know, it's one thing whenever somebody else says you can't do something or you won't make it, but it's a whole other ball game whenever it sounds like you're the one saying it to yourself. But listen, every negative thought that pops into your mind, is it's not from you. It's certainly not from God. It is from the mind monster. It's our enemy's way of trying to defeat us. And he brings the fight to our mind. So throughout this series, we've discussed our thoughts and the consequences of believing and acting upon the wrong thoughts, right? We've said we can't control what thoughts pop into our head. We can, you know, we can set up maybe a buffer to try to prevent some negative thoughts, but ultimately you can't stop negative thoughts from popping into your head. But you do have the power to choose which thoughts you believe to act upon and which thoughts you believe are true. Apostle Paul taught us that when we fill our minds with thoughts that are good, you have weapons to fight back against these negative thoughts. And understand this, listen, mind monsters are just thoughts. That's all they are. They're thoughts. They're not harmless. They can definitely influence you, but they are only thoughts. And God has given you power to overcome them with the promises of God. So tonight, I want to talk about two of the biggest weapons that mind monsters try to use to defeat us from obtaining our purpose in life. And those two mind monsters are fear and anxiety, right? Fear and anxiety. So let's start with fear. I've read that whenever you're born, you initially are only afraid of two things. You're afraid of falling and you're afraid of loud noises. Now listen, I have no clue how these doctors uh, figured this out. Like, did you ask a baby what you're afraid of? I have no idea how they came out with that, but they say you're only born with two fears and everybody has those two fears. So that means that every other fear that you have right now at whatever uh, stage in life that you are at, you either created that fear in your mind uh, or that fear came from a life experience or you were taught to be afraid, but that's it right? But listen, this is what fear does. Fear is notorious for holding us hostage. Fear is like a, a prison. It won't let us out and it robs from us. It takes away our freedom, right? But God has called us to be set free. God has called us to be, to be blessed. But fear robs us of that life that Jesus has created for us. Fear robs us of obtaining the blessings that he has given us. 
So whenever we get into this mindset of always thinking fearful thoughts, we're allowing the mind monster to take what we truly want. Now, why would we allow a mind monster to take what we want? But listen, if you can change your thoughts, you can change your life. By thinking on the goodness and the truthfulness of God, you can take back what the enemy has stolen from you, right? You can fight those fearful thoughts with the faithful promises of God. Because life is not what happens to you, it's, it's how you perceive it. If you have a, a positive perspective from believing and acting upon positive thoughts, you will live a positive life. Because listen to this, listen, I love this. The thoughts that you believe will ultimately determine the life that you receive. If you believe positive thoughts, you will have a positive life. But if you always believe the negative thoughts, you will experience a negative life. And listen, a negative mindset has never led to a positive lifestyle. You cannot experience a positive life if you are always thinking from a negative mindset. All right, so let's think of our thoughts as, as, as like an airplane, right? Airplanes are going to take you somewhere. And you can't just jump on a plane and, and decide, hey, you know what? I actually don't want to go to this destination. Do you mind if we just kind of like make a pit stop and y'all drop me off here? Right? No, no. You have to make sure you board the right plane because planes are going to take off a land where they have already determined to go. They don't make decisions halfway through the flight. But listen, there are so many of us, we have, uh, we have boarded the wrong plane. We've boarded a plane of, of fear and we're wondering why we can't reach the destination of happiness or joy, right? We have to be sure that we board the right plane if we want to get to the right destination. All right, so that's fear. Let's talk about anxiety. What is anxiety? Anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, unease. It's a fear of uncertain outcome. We don't really know what's going to happen and so we become anxious. We become worried. We become afraid. But 2 Timothy 1 says, 1 7, it says this, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and I love this, and of a sound mind. Mind monsters will make you constantly be fixated on what might happen. And whenever you're uncertain of what may happen, you sometimes jump to the wrong conclusion. Right? Has anybody ever done that before? You, you jumped to the wrong conclusion. You believed a false assumption and you jumped to the wrong conclusion. Right? Yeah, I've, we, we've all done that. I've done that many times in my life. Here, here's a funny story. Whenever I was a teenager in high school, uh, my dad is a mechanic and he has this, this shop that he works at. He's got a bunch of tools and lots of really cool stuff in it. It's pretty much his pride and joy. He loves his shop. Uh, my mom and dad went on vacation. They were gone for you know a little while, and me and my brother were at home. And one night, my dad calls my brother like super, super late at night, and he tells him, hey, the security alarm at the shop is going off. I need y'all to go check it out. So me, me and my brother, you know, it's like three, four o'clock in the morning. We're like, okay, here's the deal. The security alarm's going off at dad's shop. There's probably a bad guy there, and we gotta go check it out. You know, bad guys in there probably trying to steal stuff. They're probably, you know, they probably have a gun or something, so we better make sure we have a gun. So me and my brother, it's like four in the morning, we're making this drive to my dad's shop, and we both got a gun, and we are jumping to conclusion. We are jumping, and we are assuming the absolute worst. We're like, okay, we're gonna get there, and, and man, what if he sees us? What if, we, what if he shoots at us? What do we do? And so we're like making all these crazy plans, 
and what we're doing is we're jumping to conclusions. It all turns out there was no bad guy in the shop. In fact, what had happened was a mouse had ran by uh, one of the motion detectors and that set it off. That made it look like somebody was in the shop, but it was actually just a little old mouse. But man, let me tell you what, whenever you're uh, faced with uncertainty, it's very easy to jump to conclusions. And many times when you jump to conclusions, you jump to the wrong conclusions. Mind monsters know this. And so mind monsters love to use the phrase, what if? And they, they always follow up that what if with negativity and fear, right? Mind monsters like to use what if thoughts to plant seeds of insecurity and seeds of doubt in your mind. And listen, this is what happens. Whenever we keep thinking on those thoughts of fear or insecurity, what we're doing is we are watering that seed and we're helping it to grow bigger and stronger, right? But listen, 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 faith. Faith is the fertile ground where good things grow. Faith is the fertile ground where, where God things grow. But there's too many of us, we are, we are you know, we're watering the, the, the ground of fear. We're watering the seeds of fear and anxiety. But if we would turn to faith, that's where good things grow and that's where God things grow. If fear and anxiety holds you captive like a jail, listen, faith is what you need to be set free. Philippians 4, 6 and 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And listen, watch this. I love this promise. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, that peace will guard your heart and it will guard your minds in Christ Jesus. So, so simply put, we become anxious whenever we believe the lies of mind monsters, right? Mind monsters plant a thought, a fear, a worry, and then it eats at us. And as soon as the mind monster sees that we've taken this bait, he starts to add more and more until it completely consumes every aspect of our life. All right, this is what this looks like. Have you ever uh, had, a, had a situation come up in your life and it just completely consumes you? It's all you think about day in and day out. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You could actually be having fun, but then all of a sudden that situation that has gripped you that fear or that anxiety that has gripped you, it works its way back into your mind. And even though you are just now having fun, all of that joy goes away because now you are fixated on your situation. Listen, we can't allow fear or worry to consume us because that robs us from what God is ultimately trying to give us. Listen to this. Listen to me right now. Worry has never given you anything in life. It's only taken things away from you. Worry has never given you anything that you need, but it has taken your peace. It has taken your joy. It has taken your desires. But faith is the opposite. Faith is is what you need. Faith gives. Faith is what keeps you going. Faith is what gives you that push and that momentum. Worry takes from you, but faith gives. Hebrews 11 and 1 says this, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So here, Hebrews 11 says, faith, it's going to give you confidence and it's going to give you assurance. When has worry ever gave you confidence? When has fear ever gave you assurance? No, no, that only comes from faith. And faith says, he says, listen, I I don't really know what's going on. I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know the outcome. I'm not certain really about anything, but I'm going to be all right because I have confidence and I have assurance that God is with me. Faith has the power to trump fear. No matter what the fear is, faith can overcome fear, but you have to 
apply it. And you apply your faith by thinking and, and defeating negative thoughts with positive true thoughts. Now listen, this goes against our natural state. We as humans, we get worried and nervous whenever we don't understand. But God tells us to have faith and trust Him no matter what we see, right? 2 Corinthians 4.8, I love this. It says, we are hard pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We are hard pressed on every side. Some of you, you may be hard pressed. You may be under some pressure. You may be going through battle after battle. It seems like everything is, has you surrounded. Listen, you are hard pressed on every side. But listen, you are not crushed. You're not defeated. You're still in this. The Lord will never let you get crushed. You will come out on top. You will be an overcomer. Anxiety does that. Anxiety comes at you in every area and it tries to weigh you down. It tries to keep you from moving forward. But listen, it can't crush you. It can't keep you from going where God is trying to bring you. All right, so what do we do whenever fear and anxiety creep in? What do we do whenever we start to believe the thoughts and we start to believe the thoughts and the lies that our mind monster is feeding us? What do we do when we can't figure out what's going on? What do we do? Well, we, we turn to the life-giving. We turn to the strength-giving. We turn to the hope-giving faith in our Lord Jesus. We turn to the source that gives, and we ignore the mind monsters that take. Faith is simply trusting in God. It's believing that He knows what He is doing, regardless of what we see, regardless of what we feel. We trust that God is still in control. Because listen to this, listen. Just because you don't know what's going on doesn't mean... God doesn't know, right? God knows all. God has seen it all. He's seen the end from the beginning. He's seen your entire life, the entire process. He's seen every outcome. He's seen every blessing that's coming your way. He is not taken back by anything that you're experiencing. We have to be assured. We have to be confident. We have to fight the mind monsters by putting our faith in Jesus and not in ourselves. Look, you want to talk about worry or insecurity? You, you, you obtain that whenever you try to fight mind monsters with what you have. But you get your faith whenever you start to fight mind monsters, not in what you have, not in your strength, but when you turn it all over to Jesus and you stand on His strength, right? Faith is saying, listen, I'm scared, I'm anxious, I'm confused, I'm hurting, but I still trust the Lord and I'm going to keep moving forward. Faith is like an exterminator of the lies that our mind monster puts in our mind. Faith just comes in, just wipes them all out. So to wrap up today, I'm gonna give you two examples of men in the Bible who became mind monster exterminators and overcame the thoughts that the enemy planted in their minds and ended up doing something greater than they ever thought that they could do. Our first guy we're gonna look at, his name is Moses. Moses is like the OG of the Old Testament, right? Moses' life starts off with some absolute craziness that can create some mind monsters in and of themselves. So when Moses is a baby, he's born at a really crazy time. And to save Moses' life, his own mom puts him, puts him in a basket and then sends him down the crocodile-infested Nile River to save his life. Like, that is absolutely insane. But, but by the grace of God, Moses is found by no other than Pharaoh's daughter and brought to live out his youth in the palace. Moses always knew that he was, a, he was an Israelite by birth, but he was learning the ways and customs of an Egyptian. One day, Moses sees an Egyptian and an Israelite fighting, and somehow Moses ended up, ends up killing the Egyptian and then tries to hide his actions. 
He thinks he gets away with it that nobody saw, but somebody actually did see him and calls him out on the murder. And so Moses is running for his life away from Egypt, away from everything that he is accustomed to and everything that he is familiar with. Moses becomes a shepherd, and one day he encounters a burning bush where the Lord has a conversation with him. And in this conversation, God tells Moses to go back to Egypt and to help set his people free from the slavery that they've been enduring for hundreds of years. He wants Moses to go back and speak to Pharaoh and tell him to let all of the Israelites walk away free. Talk about a huge job, right? Talk about something that sounds intimidating. And no doubt, immediately, Moses encounters mind monsters. He gets anxious about what might happen. He doesn't see how this is possible, so he gets anxious. Moses says, who am I that I should go? So he's dealing with doubt. He's dealing with insecurity. He's about to be headed back to the exact place he had previously ran for his life. Moses is anxious, no doubt afraid and worried. He's uncertain. He's probably thinking, man, they hate me there. What if they try to kill me? What, why, why would they even listen to me, right? Who, who am I to them? And, and that's just the mind monster trying to step in between Moses and God's plan for his life. Moses questions God's choice in choosing him for such a, a mission. Moses, ultimately, he is successful in this mission. We know the story. God parts the waters. The entire nation walks across on dry land. Such a, a, a tremendous miracle. But, but it was such a journey that Moses had to endure. And no doubt, every step along the way, he had mind monsters that he had to overcome. He, he had to battle with, what if, what if I can't do it? What if we don't make it? What, what if we make it just this far and then we fail? What if we come up short? What if Pharaoh catches us and kills us? What, what if I make the wrong decision? What if they turn against me? What if they see that I'm not the right man for the job? And he's faced with mind monster after mind monster trying to prevent him from doing what God has called him to do. But Moses is faithful. And he never allowed the mind monster to get the best of him. He never allowed the mind monster to stop him. He kept going in faith, not in his own strength, not in his own abilities, but in the strength and abilities of the God who is sending him. Listen, we can have faith in our uncertainty because God is always faithful in our uncertainty, right? We can have faith even when we see uncertainty all around us because we understand God is always faithful in our uncertainty. If God said it's going to take place, it's going to take place. Even though we are uncertain of the how or the when or the why, we are certain in God because he is always faithful. All right, so to end, let's talk about a man named Saul. Saul was a persecutor of Christians that we see in the New Testament. And when we hear that, we, we think, how could he possibly do that and get away with persecuting God's people? But he actually, this is really crazy, he actually has a court order to be able to throw Christians in jail because of their faith. One day, uh, Saul is on the road to Damascus, and Saul encounters Jesus, right? A bright light overcomes Saul, and Saul's afraid, and he asks, Who is it? And Jesus says, It is I, Jesus, whom you persecute. Long story short, this encounter completely changes Saul's life. Saul actually changes his name. Everything changes. Saul is now named Paul, and Paul begins a journey becomes one of the most successful church planners and soul winners in history, writing more than two-thirds of the New Testament, of which we still read today. But before all of that, before he got to do all those great things, he faced a gigantic mind monster that we all face. He's face-to-face with Jesus, and Jesus personally tells Paul that 
everything that he was doing up to this point, everything he took pride in, everything that he was so proud about in his life was completely wrong. Completely wrong. Can you imagine, just imagine with me, the, the parade of thoughts the mind monsters can use against him. He has a lifetime of regret to carry around. He has to face the fact that his entire image to the world of which he was so boastful about has just changed. And now he has to go back into towns and cities where he had previously persecuted Christians. Now he has to say, hey, you know what? Hey guys, I'm sorry. I'm a changed man. I'm actually on your side now. Let's further the kingdom for which I had previously killed for. Mind monsters had a field day with Paul. But Paul was faithful. He didn't allow his mind monsters to get the best of him. He trusted Jesus. He trusted Jesus' ways. Paul was certain of his mission because he was certain of his encounter with Jesus. Listen, this is powerful. I'm going to say this again. Paul was certain of his mission because he was certain of his encounter that he had had with Jesus. And so because he was certain of Jesus... He could be audacious in the face of the unknown and in the face of uncertainty. So many times we're faced with uncertainty and we wonder, man, I don't know if I can do this. I I don't know if this is going to work out like I think it is. But listen, we can be certain in any mission that God calls us to because we have certainty of our encounter with Him. No doubt Paul was saying, man, What are these people going to say about me? What if nobody believes me? What if everybody thinks this is just a trick? What if nobody accepts me for the new me? Listen, it didn't matter to Paul. Paul was trusting in God and his faithfulness. And and Paul had to endure a lot. Paul went to jail many times. He endured a shipwreck. He endured beatings and ridicule and shame. He could have thrown in the towel at any time because of all the craziness he had to endure for this journey he was on. And listen... Me and you today, we probably wouldn't even blame him if he had wanted to quit. But he didn't let mind monsters monsters defeat him. He was faithful. And because he was faithful, God was faithful. He lived out the rest of his life in faith doing some of the greatest things that we could ever aspire to do as Christians. And because of his faith in Jesus, he overcame every mind monster that helped pave the way for Christianity today. So listen, last thing I want to say is, listen, it doesn't matter what mind monster you're faced with. It doesn't matter which mind monsters you have given too much power and control and authority to over your life. It doesn't matter how much time you've lost or what has been robbed from you by your mind monster. Listen, your mind monster is just a thought. It's just a thought. And you have power to overcome every thought. You have power to overcome every lie. And all it takes is for you to believe that God is for you. God has your back. He's fighting for you. If he called you to it, he'll bring you through it, right? We love to say that. That God has a greater plan for you and you are capable of living out that life. Be confident in who you are because of your confidence in who God is. Be confident, be bold and audacious in the the mission that is set before you because you are bold and confident of of your very first encounter with Jesus, when you gave him your life, when you repented of your sins, when you were baptized in the name of Jesus, when you were filled with the Holy Ghost, always remember your encounter with Jesus 
For on your lowest of days, on the days you want to throw in the towel, the days you want to give up and you want to quit, listen, you can have the faith to keep moving forward when you can recount the faithfulness of your encounter with Jesus. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's part three of our Mind Monster series. I hope it's a blessing. I hope it opens up your mind and your heart to just allow God to do a great work in you. Listen, you're stronger than you think you are. You're more capable than you think you are. You just have to overcome the lies of our mind monsters and apply the truth that we find in the Word of God. Hope you have a great day. Be blessed. No, I'm praying for you. Every listener out there, I'm praying that God will just showcase His love and His power in your life. You were made on purpose, with purpose, and for a purpose. Go seek that purpose and live it out. And do not be drugged down by the lies of our mind monsters. God bless.